player 2 has joined the game. Hey yo, what's up everybody? Welcome to episode 192 of the 2 Player Co-op Podcast. As always, I'm one of your hosts here, Kevin, along with my brother from my mother, Sean. How we doing? Fan. Fantastic. If you didn't know, this is the two-player co-op podcast where just about every week two brothers get together to tell you everything you need to know about burps and the world of video games. If you like that, make sure you hit the like button, subscribe to the channel, share it with your friends, family, and everybody in between, no matter what Sean says, and the thing. What's the thing? It's the thing. If you've been watching, you would know. Should have been watching. Should have been watching. (laughs) If you really like us, you can go to patreon.com slash two-player co-op, almost said stores, just like our producer, Steve Appleton, Aunt Sue, and Vernon Slayton Slayton did, as well as our affiliate, James Solar. Do you like cool shirts, Sean? I do. I do, too. You can go to teespring.com slash stores slash two-player co-op if you want to get t-shirts, hoodies, stickers, uh, uh, coffee mugs. No face masks yet. But we had to get on that. If that's even a thing. I bet it is. It is. Remind me tomorrow at 7 a.m. to make face masks on Teespring. One moment. Just a sec. That's all right. Done. Mm. Thank you, Siri. And if we ever get to twitching again, it will be at twitch.tv slash two-player underscore co-op. Um, we have a new segment we've been doing for the last two, three weeks. I'm going to do it again here, but now I'm going to make it last a little bit longer so I get the full wahoo effect because trying to bleep this out, (laughs) when I just say the word too quickly, it's hard to wahoo it. So, Sean. Yes. I want everybody to know that until we are out of this pandemic, I want you to wear your mask wahoo wear your mask just stop i want sports i want life i want everything so just wear your mask thank you very much do you agree i 100 percent agree but people aren't doing it i mean it's clear that we're back in it yeah and we haven't even begun to re-flatten the curve. Like, it's going up no, we're going well just as quick, day. if not our, more quickly. Our percentage, at least here in Shelby County, is going up every So I don't day. know if that kind of lags because of how long it <laughs> takes says. to get results. And so people were getting infected weeks ago, and they're just now popping up in the data. So maybe, I don't know. But, yeah, it's not getting any better. We're going to be in this until... And possibly after, but until there's a vaccine. If, or an actual treatment, yeah. Yeah, like, it's just, people yep. just can't figure it out. Yeah. My chair. Um, Wear your freaking mask. I'm not going to wahoo it again, so I'm going to say freaking mask. <laughs> um, Sean, what is this? It looks like a finger. Oh, no. YouTube.com slash two-player co-op. Can I? Yep. It was on my table, and the reason I ask is because I don't know, but yes, I think it's a finger. It, it looks was, like it's a finger from, like, don't, don't I'm not pointing, but don't the boys have, like, a Mickey Mouse-looking hand on a stick? Yeah, but like that's, a that's not a pointer finger. 
Yeah, it's like a thumb. No, that's a pinky. <laughs> You're a pinky. <laughs> what makes you think it's a pinky? You can't it's tell. Skinny. It's just one finger. Yeah, but you don't even know. Is this the whole finger? Is this just I don't tip? know because it was on my table. Like that table? No, my downstairs oh. table. My kitchen, <laughs> my table. Did. I don't know why. My desk? No. We it's filmed definitely this in my office. It is a finger. Uh, not, I mean, if you're not watching, it's not literally a finger, but YouTube. it's like dot a com slash two player co-op plastic finger. Nope, it's it, not going it to it It's not. It's not snakes. because it's like, okay, well. <laughs> oh, don't break it. I don't know. It's clearly a finger from something. The boys don't know what it is. Well, I mean, they said they didn't. Oh, okay. I'm going to put it. It'll be a new. <laughs> there. YouTube.com slash two player co-op. We have a finger. Tell us what it is. Um, I will say, so I haven't played much this week, but I have been rewatching the office. And I will say again, like I tweeted you like two years ago when I got when the last time I watched through all of it. I thought I was going to stop after Michael left. I will say Will Ferrell. He sucks. Horrible. Absolutely. Like, I don't know. I cannot wait till the office ladies get there like two years from now. Um, They'll have nothing but good things to say. I mean, he, they're not going to sucks. Like when I heard, cause they didn't let us know ahead of time who was going to get the job. And I think they actually gave it to the right person in season eight. Spoiler alert. Um, but when you Will didn't spoil, <laughs> I know I don't want to spoil. It. When Will Ferrell came in, I was like, "Oh, cool." But then, like, I watched it and I was like, "This is not no." There's one Michael Scott. You can't try to do Michael Scott. And the problem is, spoiler alert: what they did with Andrew Bernard was try to turn him into Michael Scott. Except he's not. He's so annoying. I liked him early on, but he's just terrible at the end. But I will say I still think what they should have done I didn't really expect him to, but I think it it would have worked or it could have worked. Just bring in Ricky Gervais. Have him be David Brent. Well, but I mean, he already interacted with Michael. I know, but that's when when I saw that, I'm like, yes. Oh my God, maybe that's what they're going to do. And they didn't, but I think that would have been perfect. If not, if nothing else, then just for like a story arc for like four or five episodes and have him leave for well, it should have been him, not Will Ferrell. Yes. And then Will Dunst. Yeah, maybe that would. Yeah. Have him be there instead of Will Ferrell instead of. By the way, the other thing I noticed when I was rewatching this, Allison or whatever, the like executive assistant, she just disappears. They don't make any mention of her. She's just gone. Who? Exactly. I don't even know who you're talking about. So Will Farrell hires an executive assistant, Allison, I think is her name. I think it's Allison. It starts with an A. It, She's like, like six feet tall, long hair. When Pam asks her, like, what experience do you have? She's like, I, I worked at anthropology, an- anthropolo- anthropolo- anthropological, <laughs> whatever it's called, anthropology. And Kelly's like, are you serious? That's my dream job. She's like, yeah. And Pam's like, do you have any office This is experience? after Michael's no. gone? Yeah. I got to look this up. And she's like, no, I've never had an office job before. Because w- this is the episode where everybody thinks Will Ferrell is a sexist, which he clearly is. Jim brings it up. He gets kicked out of the inner circle. Yeah. And the elite. 
then she just the elite. Is that what you said? I like it. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> I dig <laughs> it. <laughs> um, <laughs> she just disappears. So, like, did Andy fire her? I don't even. I literally don't remember her. Look up Maybe. the office. Will Ferrell. Assistant. I'm just gonna go to. I think it's Allison. Okay, so when does she show up compared to Michael? To compared to Goodbye Michael, the or, next episode, one or two the inner circle after, yeah. Is Yo, it the oh inner yeah, circle? it's definitely yeah. She's in the inner circle. I mean, she's not in it. But well, you know what I mean. That was my chair. She's not okay. Uh, Allison, Andrea, Jordan, Jordan, not even close. Yes, that's her. Oh, <laughs> Angela, Andrea. I do remember her, but I can't. I couldn't think of. I get her confused with Amy Adams, Karen, not Karen. Uh, K- Kathy, the girl <sighs> in season eight. Yes, she's like Pam's replacement when she's pregnant, and then or she's like, "Hi, Jim. I'm just gonna take a shower and get in your sheets." And he's like, "Nope, nope. You gotta go." And <laughs> Dwight's like. <laughs> <laughs> I love Dwight. The best part is, I think, the next episode. Have you gone to the next episode yet? No. So the next episode that I'm on, I was going to start over when it got to Goodbye, Michael. But I was like, okay, I'm going to see it through. Because season eight's not that bad. Season nine has some rough spots. But it, it's the best series I liked, finale I liked ever. what they did with the whole, like... Yeah, but Nelly. Be, being meta and, like, bringing the documentary no, crew. Brian see, can... No. no, I don't like Brian. But I thought it was a cool idea. Yes. Um, but no, have you, so did you watch the inner circle? Yeah. Did you watch the next episode? Yeah. Is that next episode? Is that not the one that starts with Bo body? Bo yes. body. Okay. This is it. I love Creed. And then he's like, Hey Jordan business, put me on the line with my number one client. Okay. Pam's like, put him through to me. Ha Creed. And then, then it gets like two episodes later. She's like, Put me on the line with my number four and number line number nine clients. And Jordan's like, well, yeah. and Pam goes across the keyboard. Well, hello. Hi, my name's Pam. My name is Jan. I like paper. I like paper, too. And it was just, it was so good. The funny thing is when two, when you see like Pam go from quote unquote pregnant when they have their baby on the show so to when actually she's really pregnant in real life. And it's like. Okay, you were clearly faking it the first time because she was just Pam with a body suit. And then Angela's just got like, boop. (laughs) And then she's like, hey, everybody, I had a baby four days ago. Here's some brownies. Like, no, you were never pregnant. Pam is for real pregnant. But I do have to say, and I texted Rasan and Jim earlier, I'm sorry, this is the greatest comedic show ever. So earlier I was saying, I think like Raymond... Seinfeld and The Office are like a three-way tie. I think it's the... Uh, I was thinking about this the other day. I do think it's The Office. I think it's Raymond number two. <sighs> I, I feel bad saying that, but I think Raymond's number two. I will say Seinfeld is probably... Well, I don't know about The Office. Seinfeld is... I know a lot of people don't like it. How? I don't know. But like, I think Seinfeld is maybe one of the smartest shows ever written. Yes. But I don't know if it's the funniest. Like... There's parts of Seinfeld that I'm like, oh, this is like, I mean, there's certain episodes that I'm just like, yes, I love this episode. This is great. But it rarely makes me 
laugh out loud. No, I never laugh out loud. Raymond does it a lot. The office does it all the time. Like, so yeah, maybe it is office Raymond Seinfeld. Seinfeld? Four? Four? Yeah, what's going on on your... I'm going to drink from this side. I just (laughs) got an email saying, to my personal email, Hi, Tawarik. Thank you for reaching out to us here at Star Chevrolet in Wiggins regarding your vehicle search. One of our team members will contact you as soon as we open. I would like to take this opportunity to provide you with information about the online purchasing experience at our dealership, Colin. The entire process can be completed over the telephone from the comfort of your home or office. Two, we will offer you the best price up front, up dash front, with no hassle or haggle. Good play on letters there. We guarantee top trade dash in value. All necessary paperwork will be prepared for you in advance, and we offer delivery. I look forward to assisting you soon. We now offer a free 20-year, 250,000-mile warranty. Sincerely, Star Chevrolet. No. <laughs> I want my new truck, but I don't want it that bad. So the office. It's the best. It is. It's, And the office ladies really makes me, like, appreciate it that much more. Like what yeah. we were talking about before we went on air. Like things that I just never even realized were a thing. It's It's the best show ever. Yeah, it is. Yep, it is. Sean, yes. what do you want to talk about? Um, I'm going to take my feet off the chair. This finger is not cool. Ooh. <laughs> oh, my. Um, what to talk about? I don't know. It, all I've got is uh, what I've been playing. Oh, so I heard you platinum to game this week, Sean. I did. I got my, I don't even know. I've gotten so many now that I'm running. Are you up to like 51? Like me? I think I'm. No, I was going to say six. No, no. You're at seven or eight. I don't think eight. I would believe seven. Bloodstained, Oceanhorn, Batman, one. Bloodstained again. Bloodstained again. Spider-Man. Ratchet. That's six. That might be it. No, I'm going to look it up. So Sean Platinum, Curse of the Moon 2. How? (laughs) Yes. I have not. I I will just say, I'll chime in on Curse of the Moon 2 before you get to the other thing you've been playing, because I haven't played that much this week, because I've been watching The Office. So go ahead. Um, Who do you want me to talk about the Platinum? So I beat it. I beat Basically, well, no, I didn't beat everything because it does when you, there's episode one, there's episode two, there's episode two, or no, there's episode X, EX, and there's episode three. I've beaten all of those. Technically, when you beat all those, it unlocks another game mode. I don't think it's more story. It's just like, play it again, but this way, Um, which I have no interest in doing because I've already got the platinum and I had to beat the game. I had to beat one, two, three. Two again to unlock X and then three. I beat the game six times. Final Fantasy Seven. Oh yeah. That was a recent one. That was my most recent one before yep. this. I forgot about that. So seven. So seven. Seven for Final Fantasy Seven. 
Okay. Yeah. That's all of them. Yeah. Seven. I might get to double digits this. No, I don't know. You I want to get some of my really hard platinums that I got over this no. 50 platinum run? Um, but yeah, so the platinum really wasn't that bad. Just You kind of get it. If you just beat every episode, well, <laughs> right, then you pretty much get it. But it's just the last one you have to do a certain way, which didn't really make it too much harder. Um, the bo- The final boss is totally different, and you get to skip seven stages. So it's like... Is that the one you have to beat with just Zane gets yeah. you? Okay. So it wasn't that bad. You have to beat the boss too? Yeah. But that was... The hardest part about that was obviously beating the final boss with just Zangetsu. And it was just a matter of, like, learning the final boss's uh, attacks and knowing how to dodge and stuff. Um, I wasn't sure at first what it meant when it said, like, beat the final episode with just Zengetsu, or how I don't remember how it read, but I'm yeah. like, that doesn't make sense. Like, how... Because what if I die? So and do then... you not have comrades? So once I actually... I'm just like, I'm going to start it. Well, first of all, I looked online just to see if any of these, like, trophy websites be like, yeah. here's this trophy. This is what you're supposed to do. Right. But all of them just gave the description of what the game says. I'm like, well, I don't really know what that means. And then I'm like, maybe somebody's talking about it on Twitter. So I just searched on Twitter for... I can't even remember what it's called. Something Luna, like the moon. Look to La Luna. Um, I saw one person that had tweeted about it, and he said, Ferrore Luna, or whatever it's called. Ficare Luna. I don't remember. He said, Luna Sicari. That's what I was going for. Uh, it's the hardest thing I've ever done. And I'm like, come on. There's no tips on PSN profiles. That's what I'm so, saying. I couldn't find yeah. it anywhere. So I just started, and I'm like, oh, okay, I think I know. And then I kept going. I'm like, okay, so this is it. Because there's even some dialogue like, are you sure you want to just go by yourself kind of thing? I'm like, okay, so I must be on the right track. I'm like, I'm just going to go for it. And then once I saw things starting to be different, I was just like, But it's a level you played before? Yes. Okay. Yeah, it's definitely doable. Uh, I think that final thing, well... It is probably the hardest part, just because you're by yourself. Um, but you still... This is what I don't understand, but you do... You, you said you have comrades, though. So, like, how does that work? It's... You'll... I mean, I can tell you, or you can just see when you get there. But yeah, you just... Just tell me. I don't care. So, when you do episode three... Yeah. This is the one thing that... this. Remember when I was telling you that I'm like, something's different. Like, my second time through episode yeah. three, or final episode, whatever... You can see all the levels, and you can pick them. I won't. I don't spoil one uh, thing. Okay. But you have to get something from each of them, and like it's the nothing you have to thing? find. It's just you beat the level again. It's like okay. you gotta blah blah blah. And if you get all of them, then it makes getting to the final final level, which is a new level, easier. Okay. And in each level, it's you plus one other person. And so, what's weird is when you really don't care about spoilers. No. 
All right. If anybody out there cares about spoilers about this I mean, game, <laughs> fast it's forward. Curse the Moon 2. Come fast on. forward a few minutes. Um, it's the same episode three, final episode, whatever they call it. Okay. But when you, when I went there after beating episode EX, X, whatever, Dominique doesn't, she's gone. And so now when you play the first level in final episode, you're by yourself. You don't have her, which you did, I swear, the first time I played through it. I'm like, well, this is weird. Um, With no explanation? She's just gone? She's just not there. I mean, maybe I'm just misremembering how it played out the first time, but I'm like, I'm pretty sure I had her in this first level, and if you play the second level, you're with Hachi, and if you play the third level, you're with, Uh, you know, it's like a different person that you team up with in every level. And maybe maybe I've just forgotten. But I'm like, okay, well, let me just do level one. Once you beat it, you go to this, like, hub kind of area. And then it's like, do you want to just go to the final level? And then that's when they're like, are you sure you want to go by yourself and whatever? And you're like, yep. And then you go and you just go and fin- beat the last level, beat the final boss, whatever. And you so get do it. you still have to, like, I got to do everything I can to get to this next freaking checkpoint? It kind of plays that way, okay. but it's not so bad because it's like every time you die, you just start over. It's not like before where you die and you're like, oh, now I got to try it without that person. It's just like, okay, your Zang gets well, you and that's okay. it. So if you die, yeah. boom, you're right. Just There's no like, oh, I might as well restart you don't or start kill the everybody. Beginning. No, you start right at the checkpoints. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. it's definitely doable. That final <sighs> boss is probably, honestly, the final boss of episode two and EX is maybe more annoying than the final boss of the episode three, whatever. I don't really like that boss. So I don't know. It's do it's definitely doable. Like I, I said, beat you Sigrid need to for crying out. That's loud. what I'm saying. There's no way this is that hard. You need well, to just be in the right mindset. Don't go full tilt and just kind of like, I'm gonna like take my time. Yeah. yeah. You need to take your time. You okay. need to use your people wisely and make sure that if you're about to die, Get off that person right? if it's the person that you want to keep so that you can fill up their health when you restart and do more damage and make sure they don't die again. It's that kind of thing. Okay. So, But you can do it. So I played a little bit more Bloodstained. I only got like through episode... Well, I was in episode two. I got through level five, I think. And I was texting it. Sean. I was like, I can't beat this. And I was like, oh, I beat it. I don't know it's, what the that's, hell I did. Yeah. That's how I feel a lot like that's of it how every out. life is gonna or every boss is gonna be, and I'm gonna be like, I cannot do this. But every time you fight a boss, it's easier. I mean, it's harder than the last time, but you get you just get better. You learn the attacks yeah. better. The first time I got to the stupid like mummy boss thing, I think it's up no, it's up uh level six. Mm-hmm. Where he's like going back and forth and he makes the platforms come up and there's all the yes. things on the side okay. shooting yep. at you i'm like this is it i can't get back i'm like episode one i'm like i'm done i can't yeah. beat this level and i've now beaten that boss six times and it's like every time you get back there it's easier and i don't know it's definitely not easy but it's 100 percent doable for some of the other platinums you've got there's no reason you can't get this one i will say so i did order ghost uh it just came today as we're recording so i have not played it yet um, apparently it's only like 30, 35 gigs, which blows my mind when last of us was 86, I think. Is this like open world? Yeah. Really? 
Um, so I will report back next week on Ghost. Um, but yeah, Bloodstained, I'm midway through episode two, and then I started watching The Office. So I really don't have anything to add on this or anything else that we've been playing. So Sean, I heard you may have played another game this week. Why don't you tell us about that? And I hope, I got it, dang it, I hope you love it. So I got Paper Mario. The Origami King. Origami King. Um, so my thoughts, it definitely feels and looks, it looks beautiful. Uh, I feel, now I haven't played Color Splash or whatever it was on Wii U. I guess that's the only one I missed. Because um, I played the original, I played Thousand Year Door, Sticker Star on the DS, or 3DS. Uh, uh, I think it was just called Paper Mario Wii on the Wii. Um, I didn't play Color Splash on the Wii U. But it it looks beautiful. It definitely yeah. seems like before everything was just flat. Right. I mean, 3D, but flat because it's Paper Mario. But it seems like this time they're definitely leaning more into that paper aesthetic. Like anytime you see something from like its edge, it looks like corrugated cardboard. Like they're trying to make it look like, no, this is just a, a world of paper. One of the things you do whenever you beat an enemy or you just hit a tree with your hammer, you can collect confetti and you see these like holes everywhere and you can throw it and then it covers the hole and it becomes the like what used to be there before the hole was there. But anywhere you see a hole... It kind of looks like, um, I guess, paper mache. Like, it's just blackness, but you can see, like, a wire, like, literally wire frame. Like, hmm. like it looks like it's made of coat hangers and stuff, and then you throw the confetti on it, and eventually covers it back up. So they definitely go, like, full on with the, the paper aesthetic. You go ahead before you forget your points. Well, so my one thing, I'll remember the other one. Well, no, I'll just say them both now. Does, um, oh, crap. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, the way you're talking about it reminds me of Octopath Traveler, but like the 2D on the 3D stuff. I know it's different because that's just like 16-bit sprites yeah. on like a 3D 16-bit background. So first question. Second question, the motion controls, I saw somebody say today it's way better if you turn them off. Have you even done motion controls? You only you use them to? in a very, you use them for like one if there's a part where, like, um, like let's say you see this, and this is, like, folded over, like a flap hanging off. Okay. And there there will be, like, a little thing on the ground. You go up to it, and you hit X, and you get these, like, they call it the thousand-fold yeah. arms, I think. And your arms go, and then it's motion control, like, to where you move your hands, and then you use the shoulder buttons to, like, grab. Okay. So you move your hands over to here, you hit grab, and then you, you just kind of do that. Whatever. And he like rips it off. It's not like you're using motion controls like to shoot well, a bow and arrow or to God, walk around. Like Kotaku it's such so it's much. such a small. It, it was a Kotaku article, of so, course. It was. You know, no, they're not bad. It doesn't. It's not like such a cool feature, but it doesn't really. I don't know. I don't think it adds or takes away from it. I don't know. I haven't even thought about turning it off. Um, the combat is cool. Um. It definitely takes some getting used to. There are some times where, you know, it's the circle thing, and sometimes it would be as simple as, like, 
enemy, enemy, and then an enemy over here, and then an enemy. So you just, okay, rotate, boop, you're good. But then in addition to rotating any of the rings, you can hit R, and it switches from rotating to, like, it selects, like, a, a vertical slice. Okay. Not vertical, but a right. diametrical slice across the circle. And you can then move it like a conveyor belt. So, like, you move somebody from the outer ring to the next ring, to the next ring, to the next ring, and then they would go across the center over here, boom, 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 and then back to here. So it's like a... Okay. And it's when you have to combine those two movements to, like, try to line everybody up. So you can either line everybody up in a row out from the center, so you can jump, jump, right. jump, jump, or you put them on, like, a two-by-two... So you can tag right, right next to you. So you, when you hit them with a hammer, your oh, hammer covers okay. a two-by-two two thing. So okay. you can either get them close to you, hit it with a hammer, or line them up to jump on them. And you have a, a clock, like a timer, and you only have so much time to rotate. Do you have slide. so many moves, or do you have as many as you want with the timer? I think boss fights aside, it seems like they always give you, on your first turn, if you line everybody up perfectly so you get the attack boost right. and you hit like the trigger at the right time when you're jumping yeah or, okay it seems like they always give you enough attacks to where you could theoretically end the fight in one turn so they don't even get to attack <laughs> That's my kind of but RPG. then after that you're you get sorry. one turn every okay. you get one attack every turn um and there's plenty of times that i don't kill them on the first turn just because it's I'm just like looking at it. I'm like, how how could I, these guys there, how could I ever get him? And then whatever. And you just do what you can. And then when they go, it just kind of, it doesn't reset. doesn't go back to how they were, but they just kind of, it's like, mm, poof. Okay, now they're here, here, and here. And sometimes oh. on that second go around, it's like, they just okay, well, this weird. is easy. Now I can just move it there, and now I can get them lined okay. up. So there's plenty of times that there's just too many enemies on the first time, and my brain doesn't work. And I'm just like, I'll do what I can in this first one. I'll block their attacks if I can. And then when they reset them, maybe it'll be... And nine times out of ten, it's like an easier format to where, oh, yeah, I can just turn this one, slide that one down, boom, done. Um, so the gameplay is really cool. It's very lighthearted, witty, Well, that's funny. what I was going to say. I heard the writing is really good. It's really good, yeah. Um the boss fights are interesting because the regular fights, you're in the middle, you're surrounded by enemies. The boss fight, the boss is in the middle, and you're on the outside, and you're looking in. Um, <coughs> so now, so instead... So you would say that... <clears throat> you're on the outside, <laughs> you're looking in. Okay. So the boss fights... How does that even work? Do you have allies with you, or why, why are you on the outside? So just because because the boss fight's totally different. Okay. What you do, there's like little icons on each, not on each spot, but on uh, okay. some of the spots. And there's like an arrow, which tells you which way you'll run. There's coins you can get, hearts you can get, treasure chests you can open, hints, and whatever. And then there's the spot, like you could before we stand and use your arms. Yeah. Um, there's some of those too. And usually that's what you want to do to either do a lot of damage or finish the boss. Okay. And so again, you have to rotate the rings or slide whatever 
Okay, so you still control that. You control that, but instead it's... So you may be like, all right, I want an arrow pointing this way right when I start. And I know that when I do that, I'm going to start working my way around the circle. And, ooh, look at that. I passed a coin and a heart, so I got some health. But then I want to have an arrow pointing in, so I go in a row. (laughs) You basically travel in that direction until you hit either something that ends your turn, like an attack. Okay. Or you hit another arrow and it changes your direction. But you do it all at once. So you're like trying to visualize it. Okay, if I go now, I'm going to hit that arrow. So I'm going to run around. I'll collect that. I'll collect that. Then I'll hit that arrow, which will make me go this way. But, ooh, I want to make sure that I land on the spot. So I got to rotate there so that when I hit that arrow, that's where it puts me. That can get a little overwhelming. And every boss fight I get to, I'm getting the hang of it more and more. Yeah. Um, the bo- the first time I had a boss fight, I'm like, I don't like this. And now I'm through like four boss fights, and I'm like, I'm starting to get the hang of it. The boss fights, I can appreciate them. They're well done. Like your first boss, even the bosses are all like paper themed. Your first boss is a, a, uh, like a case of colored pencils. And they like shoot the colored pencils at you like rockets and stuff. And what you want to do, you want to try to sneak behind it. Because it's like, ooh, it readies the colored pencils. And then on its next turn, it's going to fire them at you. So okay. what you want to do, you want to try to get to the back of it, use your hammer, that closes it. Now it shoots all its rockets and it does a bunch of damage to itself okay. and stuff like that. So the boss fights are clever. I just beat the second world. Um, the the things you want to do, like in the game, there's like these five streamers, red, blue, yellow, purple, green, I think. And they come and like, pick the castle up and it drops it on this mountain and it's kind of like breath of the wild because you see where all the streamers are going and it's like well that's that's right. where you got to go and then right. once you beat it that streamer's gone so you got to undo all five of them that opens so up the castle oh and then you probably go there and that's like the final world or whatever i'm enjoying it a lot more i'm enjoying it about how i thought or at least that i hoped i would well that's what i was gonna when say, i first started playing it yeah, when I first started playing, I'm like, this is cool. It's definitely Paper Mario, but I don't know. I don't know if I'm feeling it. Um, but I'm getting there. I, I think I, I definitely like it more than I did originally. Usually Paper Mario, I can't remember with um, <clears throat> Sticker Star or whatever, and I don't think I ever finished the Wii one. But the GameCube one is like that was one of my favorite Year games. Door? That's Thousand Year Door. Yeah. Um, that one, there's a lot of like optional content, and there's just a lot to do in that game. And I haven't quite figured out if there's going to be that kind of stuff in this. There's fast travel. It's another clever thing. Your fast travel system in this are like fax machines because it's paper, and it's fax travel. Oh, stop. You're making me <laughs> want to play this freaking game. It's... Everything you're saying sounds good, and I'm like, I hate turn-based strategy, anything. Yeah. Like, everything you're saying about this game is like, fuck, I don't want to play this. But, like, it's fun. I mean, it sounds so fun. Like, I'll probably finish this long before you finish Ghost. Well, I don't but know. But when I finish it, I mean, I can let you borrow it if you want. Oh, no, I can't because no, I downloaded it. You got it digital. You can give me <laughs> well, your, you can just borrow you my give Switch. Give me your Switch. <laughs> it's fun. I don't know. If you, I think you'll like everything. Except the combat. Outside of the combat. Yeah. But you know me. Could I get, at least get used to it? I think your biggest issue would be like mine would be the boss fights. Yeah. 
And there's no difficulty, right? I assume there's no difficulty. Yeah. The other weird thing, which I was texting or tweeting Bartolotta about, there does not seem to be really any. Uh, uh, what's the word? Strategy. Incentive. Okay. Hundred percent. To no, to like fighting enemies, because there's no experience. You don't level up. You beat an enemy and you get coins so you get and more, you get confetti. How do you get more HP? You can find so you can find hearts okay. that increase your health, and that's basically how you level up. When you get more health, they're like, "Ooh, you're also stronger." And then next time you go into a battle, you'll notice your jump is doing 15 damage instead so, of 14 and stuff but, like that. But what do you, you just wander around the world and you find hearts? Is that what it is? Yeah, some of them are story based. Some okay. of them are. Oh, there's a crack in that wall. I better. Oh, look at that! I hammer hit it with my it, hammer, yeah. and I can. Oh, look, there was a heart in there. And I found one that upped my health. So I start with fifty, fifty yeah. HP. I think I'm up to like one ten now. I found one that gave me twenty HP. A lot of them that have given me five, and like one or two that gave me ten. So I think just as your HP goes up, you also become stronger. But all you get from the fights are coins and confetti. The confetti is basically an unlimited supply. Like anytime you see, you can only hold so much, but like anytime you see a tree or anything or like a flower or anything that looks suspicious, hit it with your hammer and like confetti will fall, whatever. And then and anytime you the find map. a hole, you can throw confetti on it. Okay. If it's like a little hole, you can throw confetti once and it covers it. And anytime you fill up a hole, something happens. You'll either find a toad, which helps you out, or you'll get coins, or it'll reveal like a door you can open. But most of like just the little random holes that are everywhere, you just throw confetti on it, and <laughs> when it's full, you get a bunch of coins. I've got like 25,000 coins right now, and it's like... So as you find toads, you find them everywhere. They might as well be like the... Um, Moons? No, what are the things in Breath of the Wild? Uh, the, the Korok Seeds. The Korok Seeds. It's almost like that. Like, they're everywhere. And they cheer you on during your fights. They're, like, in the stands watching you. Does that help, though? By themselves, it doesn't do anything, but you can hold Y, and it uses coins. And okay. the more coins you use, you're, like, paying the toads to do stuff. And they may come and give you a hint or give you health or do damage to the enemy or whatever. <sighs> But I, I so that's that like making me like this. That's the main thing you use your coins for, and I don't really use it that often. Okay. Um, but like you can buy, you've got your standard hammer and jump attacks. Then you can buy, like other boots and other hammers that they'll break eventually. But you can get like a shiny one or like a metal. So you can get like shiny shoes, which lets you jump on enemies and it does more damage. Or you can get metal shoes which allows you to jump on like spiky enemies that you otherwise wouldn't have been able to jump on then you can get spiky shiny shoes which does even more damage and you can get like a shiny hammer which does more damage and right. stuff. so you buy stuff like that with your coins but like they cost like a hundred two hundred a piece and you and have got, twenty five like, thousand <laughs> that's what i'm saying i have so many coins and that's like the confetti is already unlimited so I guess the main point of fighting enemies is to get coins, but I've already got so many. That's one good thing is as you get stronger, if you just bump into an enemy, you're going to the, the arena thing. Yeah. But once you get strong enough, you can just hammer them in the field or jump on them, and it's just they're dead. 
Here's your coins. You don't have to go to the battle. So at that point, yeah, if I see him, I'll just jump on him and just get more coins quickly. But there's been a lot of times I'm just, like, running away from enemies. I'm like, I don't want to mess with you right now. Like, I'm just trying to get through here. So I like it a lot. Um, My only concern for you would be if you can... Not that you couldn't figure out the battle Just system, but if you fine, like yeah. it. No, yeah. I, it's not that complicated. It's tough to, like, master. Yeah. There's still regular fights that I'm like, there's only eight enemies. I know I've probably got to get one but, in, like, a so two-by-two two and all, one in a line, but is I Is it all, can't. like, time-based or is it, like, ring, like, switch-based? You know what I mean? Like, is it just you're you on got a 15 timer. seconds to yeah. move everything and then attack? Okay. You're on a timer and you just... Try to get them lined up. And even if you don't, it's not like you lose your turn. You still attack for the turn. But you'd lose that 1.5 bonus damage thing. So you may not kill enemies that you otherwise would have killed on your first turn. Now you may not kill because you don't have the 1.5. But you'll kill them on the next turn. Okay. Whatever. I don't know. I think it's worth a shot. I certainly wouldn't just run out and buy it. But, I mean, you can borrow mine, switch for a couple days when I beat it, and just see if it's... Hmm. The actual I, I, just gameplay, like the open world, just not open world, but the you know yeah. overworld, I guess, is it's fun. It's a fun game. Yeah, you, yeah. You're making me want to play this more than anything I heard from Nintendo before today. So Really? Yeah. I enjoy it. I, I like it a lot. It's, I'm probably not going to, it's obviously in my top 10 games, because I don't even know if I'll play 10 games this year. Um it's easily in my top five. I mean, my top three. I'm trying to think of what I've played this year. Final Fantasy VII. Final Last Fantasy VII, Last of Us, and this. I'm trying to think of what else I've played this year, but like in uh, some did order. Did you play Top Run? No. Uh, in some order, those are my top three games. Right Resident now. Evil 3. Oh. Curse uh, the Moon 2. I would put this at three probably. Streets of Rage 4. This is my number three right now. Okay. And it could move up. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. It's really good. I like it a lot. I like it a lot. He likes it a lot. Well, damn it. <laughs> I don't want to play this game. Or just look up YouTube gameplay of it so you can see no, how the I battles have, play like, out. I watched, like I was watching the stupid Nintendo mini whatever shit it was Wahoo! last week. and I was like, But you almost need to just watch a person play it. Because when you yeah. watch Nintendo play, it's like, look, you just do this, do, 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 oh, do, and, and now they're all lined up. Yeah. You almost need to just watch somebody else play. Yeah. And then... You need to twitch it. Oh, but from the Switch? I gotta twitch the Switch? I could. Actually, it wouldn't be that bad. <laughs> I was gonna say, it's not <laughs> that hard. You played Mario Maker all the time. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <sighs> well... I'm happy you're happy. That I, I don't care what like the Metacritic is or any for anything for this. I just wanted you to love this game. It it's, seems yeah, like it's happening. I like it a lot. Awesome. Sean. Yes. You want to get the news of the week? Sure. All right. We have got a whole bunch of Xbox news, so strap in people. We're gonna read. I'm gonna talk. <laughs> it made sense, but it just sounded weird. First up. Uh, Xbox's Velocity Architecture for the Series X. This comes from IGN. Xbox Series X's Velocity Architecture design should make for smaller game downloads 
Fewer loading bottlenecks and theoretically allows for the console to achieve performance beyond what's expected of its raw hardware. In a post on Xbox Newswire, Xbox Series X Director of Program Management Jason Ronald explained how the Velocity Architecture Solutions work alongside the console's processor to offer huge improvements over current-gen technology and even over what could original, original, look how they spelled it. Originally. Originally. Good job, IGN. You guys, God almighty, have been expected of the base Series X components. As Ronald puts it, quote, if our custom design processor is at the heart of the Series X, the Xbox Velocity Architecture is the soul, end quote. That sounds like something that Dwight would say. <laughs> By the way, have you ever noticed how Jim says Dwight? Dwight. 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 First off, is there first up <laughs> is their custom NVMe SSD? The Series X SSD allows Invenchnip. for Invenchnip. What do you point? Just as a- God <laughs> dang it! What? I don't even talk to her. I think when I don't know. I was gonna say when you said SD, maybe she thought you said series. No, but, but I turned that off when I was talking about Ocarina of Time, and it was like Ocarina of Time <laughs> is the number two rated video game of all time. The Series X SSD allows for 40 times the I/O throughput, essentially the amount of Xbox One, but has been designed not to drop in performance below a certain level. Essentially, the developers can design their games without having to work around data transfer constraints. The hardware accelerated decompression. Series X uses both an industry standard LZ decompressor and a proprietary algorithm designed specifically for decompressing game texture data. The result should be that storage size and download times for per game are reduced. That's good. Sony has also said this as well, that games should be smaller. Next up, the Direct Storage API. This new addition addition to the Direct DirectX family of APIs gives developers control over how they want to assign and prioritize input-output tasks in their game. According to Ronald McDonald, this should virtually eliminate loading times and make fast travel systems actually fast. I'm sorry. I know I'm a fanboy, but they're saying everything that Sony already said, correct? It's going to be, I mean, it's it's going to come down to the games. Thank you very much. These but systems let me just are going to be pretty much identical. Don't, don't cramp my style. Okay. Sampler feedback streaming. Games regularly use different qualities of texture depending on how far you are from them. <laughs> I was trying <laughs> to skip the print. <laughs> no matter how much of those textures are shown, current-gen games will need to load the entire texture in the background. SFS allows textures to be loaded in portions, meaning the I.O. load is reduced and can be used elsewhere to create more detail-packed worlds. These four elements combined should, according to Ronald, allow the Series X to go beyond what's expected of its own hardware components, even enabling, quote, entirely new scenarios never before considered possible in gaming. Next up with the Xbox news is that Xbox Cloud is coming in September. This comes from Xbox. Finally, today we're announcing that this September in supported countries, we're bringing Xbox Game Pass and Project X Cloud together at no additional cost for Xbox Game Pass Ultimate members. What the frig is Alabama.gov emailing me? <laughs> With cloud gaming and Game Pass Ultimate, you will be able to play over 100 Xbox Game Pass titles on your phone or tablet. And because Xbox Live connects across devices, connects across devices you can play along with nearly 100 million xbox xbox live players around the world 
So when Halo Infinite launches, you and your friends can play together and immerse yourselves in the Halo universe as Master Chief anywhere you go across devices. Next up in Xbox news, there's a lot here. Again, stick with me. Um, we should just call this the X-Cast. <clears throat> it's taken. <laughs> uh, funny thing here. So the next thing up is... Uh, Phil Spencer also said that it is Xbox's intent to make every X-Bone game that does not require Connect playable at the launch of Series X. Okay. Which, and PlayStation, you should do that too for PS4. He also said that future Xbox Game Studios games will be playable on the X-Bone for the next couple of years. He also said that they, quote, wouldn't force people into the next generation. And then Phil Spencer and Xbox announced that, oh, they're discontinuing the X-Bone X and the X-Bone Sad. Hmm. This comes from The Verge. Microsoft is officially halting production of its Xbox One X and Xbox One SAD consoles. Quote, as we ramp into the future with Xbox Series X, we're taking the natural step of stopping production on Xbox One X and Xbox One S all digital editions, says Microsoft's version The Verge. Xbox One S will continue to be manufactured and sold globally. Why? Why? Reports of Xbox One X and Xbox One S shortages have surfaced in recent weeks, and there has been an increased demand in Microsoft and Sony's current-gen consoles during the pandemic. While production is ending on the Xbox One X and the Xbox One S Digital Edition, it's likely that stock for some retailers will still be available for the coming mucks. months. Months? <laughs> the moops, Jerry. Microsoft first introduced the Xbox... It, so the Xbox One X came out... Less than three years ago, three years ago in November 2017, it was the world's most powerful console at that time because hashtag teraflops. Um, so there's a lot of Xbox news here, and you know I'm an Xbox hater, so I'm gonna try to come at this from a uh, what's the word neutral, unbiased, yeah, point of view. So the velocity architecture sounds good. I will say. It sounds just like what Sony has already announced. So the, the funny thing to me is, so Xbox got the jump on Sony at the Game Awards last year when they showed the console. They showed the fridge. You can make fun of me now because we got a bat building for the PlayStation 5. Um, but they showed the console. They called it the Series X way back in December. And for so long, it was like, what's Sony going to do? What's Sony going to do? Where are they talking? And then they had their actual, like, showcase of it where they showed the console they showed all the accessories they showed horizon ratchet spider-man like all the games that i want to play next gen they had already talked about their architecture in mark cerny's power hour for asmr of playstation and now it seems like xbox is saying a lot of the same things the funny thing to me so I had a whole segment. I don't know if you looked at our rundown from last week. I cut it out. It was the last item on our news. And I was like, I don't want to talk about this because I'm going to be negative. <laughs> it was about how last week uh, Phil Spencer said that 
basically he was taking a shot at Sony saying locking exclusives to next generation consoles goes against everything that gaming is about. And while I understand what he's saying, he kind of seems like a hypocrite, number one. And also, man, what is Halo? I hope Halo Infinite in what, what are we? It's Monday. So three days from now, I hope Halo Infinite looks freaking awesome and it brings Halo fans back. That is literally what I hope happens. But you're discontinuing the One X. But you're going to keep producing the Xbox One S. Your least powerful console right now. And you're going to keep producing that so people can get a quote-unquote next-gen experience on your current-gen consoles. What in the hell is Halo Infinite going to look like on a 1S? Like, my kids are already talking about, I want a Series X for Christmas or a gaming PC. Well, you ain't getting that. (laughs) Series X, maybe. But also, like... I do not understand this. I don't understand their approach. Like you're telling, you're telling people to not buy your next gen console and just play the games on what you already have because we're not going to force you into next gen, even though we're discontinuing the one X and the X, the, the Xbox one sad edition. We're not going to force you, but two years from now, give or take, we are going to force you onto the next generation console. I, I cannot for the life of me, like xCloud launching in September with Game Pass Ultimate is awesome. And as I tweeted when this got announced by Xbox, I said, the only move for Sony, and I do think they will do this, or I think they should or have to do this, is you have to lump PlayStation Now into PS Plus. You have to. We talked about last week or two weeks ago, whenever it was about, or I think it was just last week, about the, the patents that Sony filed for backwards compatibility for the PS1, 2, and 3. We talked about it's probably PS Now related, whatever. Sony has to answer that. xCloud being included with Game Pass Ultimate is awesome. By the way, they've now discontinued their 12-month subscriptions on Xbox, uh, what's it called? Not Games of Gold, what's it called? Xbox Live Gold. They they no longer sell 12-month subscriptions on that. It's weird. They're they're it's I feel weird. like it's weird. I feel like Xbox has been so quote unquote consumer friendly and we're not going to force people into next gen, but we're going to cancel making the consoles for this. You know what I mean? Like I don't know. <sighs> It's just odd to me that the same day you announce you're discontinuing the Xbox SAD and the Xbox One X, earlier that day you said we're not going to force people into the next generation of consoles. And then literally hours later, you cancel the One X and the Xbox SAD. I want Xbox to do great because, like I was talking about on that Nerdy Size podcast, like we all win when everybody's firing on all cylinders. I think that Xbox early in this lead up to the next generation was kicking Sony's butts. And we were all saying they're going to win the next gen, whatever, you know, it flip flops every generation. The last few months, I'm like their, their, their game showcase a couple of months ago, 
that was like their first gameplay reveal for next gen showed n- literally no, no gameplay. gameplay no gameplay at all um they have said they're going to show halo infinite's campaign on the july 23rd event which we'll talk about next week but like i feel like ever since sony they showed the box. Well, first off, they did their game showcase, which was freaking out of the... It was amazing. They showed the console. They showed another console. They showed all the accessories. They showed games that... Every game they showed there, almost, I would rather play than Halo Infinite. But that's just me. I get that. But I just feel like Xbox came yeah. out swinging. But ever since then, it's like... There's a lot of mixed messaging going on with them so i don't know what what do you think about all that that i talked about if i'm making any sense i mean i get his point about we're not going to force you into the next gen and that's true all they're doing is no longer selling or producing the uh xbox one x um But who who would really be buying that now anyway? Like, if you already had an Xbox and you wanted to upgrade to the X, you've probably done so. If you don't have an Xbox yet and you're, but you're just now, you may, you maybe you're getting excited about the Series X and you're like, man, I want to play those games. But I don't want to buy that. Then I guess you can buy this current gen. I don't know. It just seems weird. Like well, I, I get the message, and I don't know that it's being hypocritical at all. I just don't know that. Who? I mean, who cares? Who's really? I don't know. I just can't imagine there's anybody out there buying right now, or for the next three four months, going to buy current gen system. I, I guess to me, it's like. I can picture Halo Infinite running on a 1X. Somewhat comparably to a Series X. But if you're talking about an Xbox One S, the base Xbox One model, compared to the Series X with all its teraflops and everything we just talked about, the velocity architecture, but you really think sounds is, great. there's that much of a difference between the S and the X? Yeah, they got teraflops, man. They all they talked about, all they friggin' talked about. The PS4 came PS4 Pro came out in 2016. The the Xbox One X was in 2017. They would not shut up about their teraflops and how much powerful they were in all this compared to the Xbox their own system and also to the PS4 Pro. They have made this very clear that the X Bone X is so powerful with all its teraflops. Yes. But you're saying this tongue in cheek, but no, I'm well. I mean, kind of, but I'm also. You're saying it in a way that it must, because of how much they touted it, it must be a huge improvement over the S. But I don't know. Is it the? I mean, I'm guessing the PS4 standard and the One S are probably pretty similar, and The Last of Us is oh, last of us part two is the most beautiful thing i've ever seen i can't imagine it would look that much better on a ps4 pro 
So I don't really see there being that much of a difference between the S and the X. Just like I don't think there's a whole lot of difference between the Pro, the standard, and the Pro. So I mean, you can throw you can throw numbers at me, but it, I get it. Spec wise, it's a big improvement, but I just don't know that that really translates. I don't. It's not like an Xbox One S is an Xbox 360. It's not that old. You can still yeah. get very good-looking games on it. I don't well, think there will be any issue with infinite running on it. But he's now, also said low that times like, and stuff like that. But that's yeah, what I'm that'll saying. Be like totally he's different. he's also said that the the like the next gen of games will not be held back by current hardware because they want everybody able to play. And Sony's evil for locking exclusives on the PS5. And I do kind of get what he's saying. Like like I was tweeting with Nick a- after the reveal. Like. He's like, man, what if I can't afford or get a PS5? I can't play Miles Morales. And I'm like, I get that. But, like, yeah, that's just what Sony's doing. And Xbox is doing something that's really never been done before. It's not like other than, like, you can play Assassin's but, I mean, Creed on the PS3 that ever, and PS4. I mean, that's that's life. <laughs> what right. if somebody wants to play Paper Mario? Why can't I play on Origami King on my Wii U? I right. don't want to have to do this. Switch. I, I, I agree. Do. I mean, tough. Like, I agree. I don't know. So the Xbox One S versus the Xbox One X, which again, worst naming convention ever. Uh, the Xbox One X is two pounds heavier. It has four gigs more of RAM. The memory bus is 384 versus 256 bit. The memory bandwidth is 326 versus 219. Uh, Ethernet. Come on, where's the teraflops? Oh, you don't show me the teraflops. Okay, it has a lot more teraflops. Digital trends, you suck. <laughs> you, I sound like Michael Scott there. I don't know, I just feel like their their messaging is confusing, and I almost feel like they're building in, again, I know I'm a Sony fanboy, but I feel like they're already building in excuses when they get blown out next-gen by the PS5. Because... They're going to be like, well, I know Sony sold double the units we did in the first three months, but you can play Halo on the Xbox One S. I mean, the test is going to be across all platforms. How many copies does Halo Infinite sell compared to how many many copies of... Because they will hide behind Game Pass. Well... Yeah, that's the thing. Like we can't even. Uh, and it's but I mean, not who like cares? Has to like, win or lose, right? But it's like it's so. And that's what I'm really. I'm so interested to see what Sony does in August. First off, like I tweeted the other day, this whole like Xbox has said they're not revealing and they're not doing any device information, pricing, or release information, and in their Thursday show. This is getting out of control now with these two idiots. Between Xbox and Sony, I'm pissed at both of you at this point. People want to know when they can pre-order this stupid thing. They want to know how much the stupid thing's going to cost. And they want to know when they're going to get it. Like, what the hell are so we doing? So this reminds me, anytime I watch like any of the <sighs> Mario Maker streamers that I watch, and whenever they do multiplayer, Multiple. inevitably, there's it always comes down to like these two or three or four of them all want to, they know that as soon as I go through this locked door or as soon as I can get past these red blocks, I'm at the end. But guess what? Somebody has to go up there and hit that switch. 
and whoever goes and hits that switch is automatically going to be in last place. So they all just sit there, and nobody wants to be the one to go hit no, that, that switch. No, that's what this yep. is. They're just like, no, I'm not going to. You do it. Well, I'm not going to. You do it. And it's so stupid. It's so childish at this point. Like, we were talking about when, when I was on with Logan and Trevor on that nerdy site. Like, you don't really have, like, the fanboy wars like you had back with Sega and Nintendo. Because that was Sega versus Nintendo. But it was also like us versus them on the player side. Now you've got Sega or <laughs> Sega, Sony and Xbox complimenting each other whenever a good game launches and great job on your sales and that was a cool showcase whenever. But then it's like the fans are like, no, you suck. No, you suck. Well, Sony and Xbox are just going, what's your price? Well, what's your price? Well, no, what's your price? No, no, no. What's your price? Well, okay. Maybe I'll tell you my price. What's your date? No, 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 no. What's your date? Well, I'll tell you my price. If you haven't, no, I'm not going to do that. I'm, I'm not going to do it either. And we're we're going to get to like friggin' October 30th. They're going to be like, okay, fine. You birthday. can pre-order it and whatever. I just don't know that it really matters. I'm so sure annoying. they both already know what it's going to sell for. I, I don't it's think. It's probably I 500 I don't think Xbox is. It's not like is. if Sony came out and said it's 500 do you really think Xboxes are going to be like 400 or even four fifty. The, they're both going to cost what they cost. I don't think at this point either one of them is going to be able to just undercut the other one enough to make a difference. Right. Yeah. And people have. I just can't imagine the number of people that are on the fence right now has got to be negligible. Yeah. There are probably more people that are going to buy both <laughs> than there are people who are, are only undecided. going to buy one yeah. but don't know which one yet. Most people, they either know they're getting an Xbox, they know they're getting a PlayStation. Maybe if they can get their hands on them, they're going to buy both. I bet less than 1% of people out there that are going to get a next-gen system are like, well, I don't know. I like them both. Should Let's I play see. Call of Duty Let's and see which here one can win there. me over. Like. Yeah. I don't know. I just feel like it, none of it is going to really amount to anything anyway. Uh, I don't know. It's certainly not going to change my mind. Like, I don't no, care. I'm buying a PlayStation. If, if costs- Sony came out and said, look, sorry, it is what it is. It's $600. And right. Xbox was right. like 400 Okay. Like, well, I'm okay, still getting a PlayStation. Suck. I'm buying like, a PlayStation. Uh, yeah, yeah. So I don't know. I think it's all, I think it's all, yeah, it's just a bunch of hullabaloo. Next up, the PlayStation 5, speak of the devil, is doubling its production in the lead-up to launch. This comes from Push Square. Sony is increasing its output of PlayStation 5 consoles, according to a new report from Bloomberg. So it also comes from Bloomberg. Bloomberg. The publication released a report earlier earlier this year which stated Sony would be making fewer PS5 units for launch than it did for PS4. However, Steve Naismith. Okay. Okay. <laughs> this new story suggests that the platform holder will be, in fact, increasing production. This is to de- this is to meet the demand of fans, but also to meet the demand of those who will still be feeling the effects of COVID nineteen and quarantine. I get it, but I don't get it. Like, 
I get it that we're all at home, but there's so many people that like. Are they thinking they're going to sell more because of COVID? Stay stand by. Apparently, Sony predicts the ongoing situation will mean more people will be looking to purchase a PS5 while they're confined indoors. I don't believe that. This is stupid. Those are the people that maybe would be like, "Well, I'm stuck at home. I might as well buy a Xbox One or a PlayStation." But you have 4. five or six hundred dollars to drop for no reason, like right? Just because I'm bored at home, I guess I'll get the next gen as soon as it comes out. Like right, I, people are stupid. Their previous aim was to make five to six million PS5s by the end of March 2021. Anonymous sources are now claiming Sony, not Sony, Sony is looking to produce 10 million by the end of the year. 5 million by the end of September and another 5 million between October and December. Production of the DualSense PS5 control so, control sir, <laughs> controller is also set to increase accordingly. An important thing to note is that these figures don't equate to what will be available at retailers. Sony's anticipating that there will be some logistical holdups that mean PS5 could still be in short supply in stores, even with double the production output. So in other words, Sony's making way more PS5 consoles early on, but you still might have trouble getting one. We suppose the best thing to do is if you want the next gen, sign up for these retailers, blah, 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 blah. Um, Yeah, one of the things I read is that what they worry about is that, and this is like for Xbox too, is that, or not Xbox too, you know, never mind, bad joke. Um, They worry that, yeah, they're going to make these consoles. They're going to have double available, however, because... They have to ship these. They they can't put these like pallets and pallets of PS5s like on like C nine five. What are what are the big like military planes? C four. No, nope. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Like you have to put them on ships and ship them over the ocean, which takes a long time. And now customs are insane to try to get stuff into the country. You know what I mean? Like yeah. so they're ramping up production, but like. You and I still might not be able to get one at launch if we just don't click the button soon enough. But I don't know. What do you think about them ramping up production on the PS5? It, it at least makes me hopeful. Yeah, but I, I mean, still, until I actually have a confirmed pre-order, I'm scared to death. Yeah, I. It makes me feel better. But yeah, like you said, until I have it on order, uh, honestly, until I see that it's shipped, I'm not going to be. I'll still be scared. I'm glad I've got maybe not double the chance of getting it, but a higher chance of getting it. But I don't know. The weird thing, and Colin said this on his podcast last week, and I agree with it, and it's a horrible thing to say. Part of me almost hopes that the PS5 with the disk drive is more than people think it will be so that I have a better chance of getting one. Because I have to get one with the drive. I have 45, I counted them, 45 disc, well, now 46, I got ghosts, 46 disc-based games that I want to still be able to play on my PS5. My kids like to watch Blu-ray movies. I want to finally start getting 4K Blu-rays and everything. Yeah, there's I just have to no get the way disc drive. I'll get the digital. Exactly. So I hope that, I almost hope that like the PS5 standard is 550 and the digital is like 350 and people are like well i'm just gonna get the digital you know what i mean like it's it's horrible yeah. to say i don't want people to have to spend more money than they have to but like selfishly i know i have to get the disk drive version so i don't want it to be that much but part of me wants it to be. yeah i don't know 
it's an interesting thought experiment. Like it's like the Batman thing we talked about a million years ago. You know what I mean? Uh, no. You read the Batman psychology book? Oh yeah. Like the train's going this way. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But like it's I was gonna really say, what, <laughs> what, um, what am I trying to say? If let's say the PS5, the disc drive, standard one is five hundred. What would you be willing to pay to guarantee that you get one on day one? Like if I had to get it off of eBay? Yeah. 600 Yeah, that's kind of what I'm thinking. Yeah. I'm Just not to paying guarantee it and make sure that I've Especially got it. Especially when I know one. there's more coming. Like, like, I didn't have a PS4 on launch day. I got it for Christmas that year. I still don't know how mom got it, but God bless her. She got and me the Wii way back when. That's I true. Mean, and then you got the PS4 Granny a year later. Granny gets it done. Um, hashtag Granny gets it done. <laughs> so, I, I, you know, I, I would pay 600 at retail or $100 markup over a $500 PS5 to make sure I get one as close to launch as possible. Yeah. Yeah, I think I would too. Which is, it's, honestly, it's pretty stupid. Our wives hate us. <laughs> Yeah. Look, I've saved up birthday money from last year, Christmas money from last year, and then I got birthday money coming. Yeah, I mean, I November. very much intend on using my money yep. to buy this. So Amen. All right, next up, Sean. Speaking of PS5, Jeff Keighley, the godfather of video games, went hands-on with the dual sense. friends and family. What did I say? Giancarlo, friends and family. <laughs> John Carlos actually healthy, not <laughs> John Carlos Stanton, not what's his name, not Breaking Bad, Better Call. What's his name? Esposito? Esposito. Did you know he is not Hispanic? I I heard uh, somebody on kind of funny talking about that, and I was like, what he's the like fuck? he's like European, or, yeah, yeah, like, but he's just like, I was like, how is he that good? God, he's the man. God, he's so good. I cannot wait for the Mandalorian. Sorry, a little spoiler. <laughs> I can't wait for Mandalorian season two. All right. Jeff Keighley went hands-on with the DualSense. He said that it is, well, he didn't say this. I saw it. It is slightly bigger than the DualShock 4. He also said, quote, it doesn't feel substantially heavier. If anything, I think it has a little more heft to it in a good way. It feels more structured, and there's more inside of it. He also showed off Astro's Playroom, which, if you didn't know, it comes bundled in with the PS5. I hope it has a platinum trophy. Um, Eric Lempel or Lempel, L-E-M-P-E-L. Lempel? Okay. He's like a head of marketing at Sony, and he said, uh, he Jeff asked him the question, will the PS5 and DualShock, or DualSense, excuse me, come in different colors? Quote, we'll talk about that at some point, is what Eric said. Jeff also asked, and this leads into what we were just talking about. It doesn't lead into, we already talked about it, but it leads off of, what's it? Fuck. <laughs> wow! <laughs> what's it? It... it Builds off of. Is that what I'm trying to say? I don't know what you're trying to say. Okay, I'll say this. <laughs> Jeff asked him, when are pre-orders? Eric said, quote, we'll let you know when pre-orders will happen. It's not going to be with a minute's notice, end quote. So it builds off of what we were talking about in the last segment. I think back to when we did our reaction to the Switch, which I think is the most excited we've ever been about anything on this podcast in the history of doing this. Like, 
we were so on cloud nine. We got the date. Yeah. We got the price. We saw Breath of the Wild. We, we saw all this stuff, blah, 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 blah. And then like 30 minutes into our 45-minute podcast, we were like, Best Buy, Amazon. Like, the one thing I like is that Sony is apparently Wait, so did they us, say during that presentation that pre-orders were happening? No, they said that when pre-orders happen, we're not just going to be like, it's not going to be in the middle of the night and be like. No, but I'm saying with the Switch, is that how it happened? No, they didn't say anything. It was just we were we were talking about the reveal, and then Wario was like, they're up for pre-order. And we are like, Duh! Oh, wow. And Sony's not going to do that. They're going to say pre-orders start on September 1st, whatever. Just See, I don't like day, Don't quote me. I don't, don't like that. Me. I'd rather. That's what happened to me with the stupid <laughs> Zelda guy. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, I'd rather take my chances with just trying to stay on top of it whenever it happens like just go for it so i have signed up for so amazon's page is live you can't sign up for notifications there that i could find i sign up for best buy and gamestop notifications via email and i will say credit to them they have not emailed me anything since then i uncheck the box to like oh send me promotions no don't i don't like you at all i just want a ps5 they haven't sent me anything so i sign up for notifications at both of them um. No, but I think I like it. Like again. Oh God, I got so screwed over on the Zelda thing, though. Now you're giving me. Oh my God, you're stressing me. Out. <laughs> but that was a twenty-five dollar book versus a five six hundred dollar console. I gotta think. I gotta think we're gonna get one. And after they actually go live for the initial pre-orders, if we don't get one on release date, I'm gonna be very, very sad. But Wario is going to be... Twi- D- did you sign back up for alerts? I've never unsigned up. I thought you did. I signed up for them... I'm trying to think of when I signed up for them. The Switch? <laughs> no, it was somewhat recently. Okay. But like a month or two ago. Maybe oh, it was probably it was... Ring Fit. Uh, Maybe? I think you are right. Yeah. Yeah, that was probably it. Okay. But now it's just like... I know. I just I get overwhelmed with them to you where, just, like, all of a sudden just, I look at my phone, I've got like 20 notifications. Just scroll. I'm like, just scroll. Yeah. But I'm likely to just scroll past one that says PS5 pre orders alive because I'm just like, whatever, too many to read. So, okay. So, going back to the dual sense, I will say, like, you texted me, I dig it. You dress like a bat. I dig it. I dig it. It is bigger. The only thing I worry about is that now it is, now that we've actually seen it side by side with the Ford, the best controller ever made, hate on me all you want. <laughs> it is slightly bigger and the only I like thing it. Okay. okay i like it next segment the only thing i worry about is that like i mean i don't think the P- the dualshock 4 is small by any means but no. it's, but this kind of dwarfs it like and some people are all about that they're like no i want a big and chunky I'm fu- and like, but it looks like it just kind of looks like it's stretched. Like it, it the almost buttons looks don't like the look, boomerang. The buttons don't look any bigger or further apart. It just looks like, yeah, kind of like the boomerang. Like the handles are maybe a little bit longer, and it's just like the actual buttons and everything almost look the same. It's just a bigger form. I don't know. But See, I'm the fine funny with thing it. It looks fine to me. It, it's still to me the one thing I worry about, and I couldn't tell in that video is from the first time they showed that. Uh, like the render of it, of, of the dual sense and everything they announced it was like, I don't know how much those buttons protrude from the actual controller and how much the D-pad does as well. Like the PS4 
the like the Dual Shock Four is literally perfect. It is the best feeling controller. I, uh, the Switch Pro is right up there, but I, I would put the Dual Shock Four over it. It just looks like when I've seen the 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 thing like lying down, it just seems like the D pad and the buttons don't stick up enough. Now I could be worrying over nothing, but that is the one thing I still don't know. The the size of it, whatever. My my hands are my hands. I'm gonna fit them, whatever. It'll feel normal once we get it. And, and like I said, they they showed your uh, hands are small. You know, they're, they're not, not yours. <laughs> I know. But I mean, they showed Astro's playroom and how like the motion controls work, and you can feel the sand; it gets everywhere and whatever. <laughs> um, that thing better have a platinum trophy. God, I hope it does. But that—that's really the only thing I worry about is the D-pad and the buttons and how much they protrude protuberance. <laughs> and now I now my elbow has a protuberance. Are you worried about that at all, or am I worrying about? Am, am I just being me and worrying about? I think everything? it's just you. I'm not worried about it at all. All right. Will you have a protuberance? <laughs> <laughs> Last item on the news list, the NPD results are in for June. Sean, guess what was number one? Last of Us 2. That's correct. Yeah, he's correct. It's also the number three selling game so far in 2020. Now, this item is interesting. Remember how the, it was the quote-unquote fastest selling game ever, four yeah. million in a weekend. Uh, it only trails Spider-Man. For the biggest launch month for a Sony game. So, best weekend ever, not the best month ever. And I feel like this game, I don't think this will sell as good as as well. But has it been out for a month yet? What the stuff was that? Did you hear that? Yeah, I think it was like the paper paper on the thing called it. This ain't Dunder Mifflin. Um, Paper's ripped. What paper are you looking at? The wax paper. You see that? Oh no, that that came from over there where the <laughs> the speaker wires hanging. Oh really? I think so. I thought it was the paper on the. Well, thing. if we die, at least it's on video. <laughs> um, no, it came out June. What was it night? So, okay, so it's 19th, been a full month. Like I that. just didn't know if it was like they're not on pace to break it, or if a no, month no, no. is already coming. But gone I feel and... like most video games in your first couple weeks you sell the like the majority, unless you're Grand Theft Auto Five or Red Dead. Um, you sell the majority of your games in those first couple of weeks. But I think Spider-Man is such a family-friendly, amazing game. Spider-Man's better than Last of Us Part Two. Hot take. Do you agree? Hmm. Yeah. It was your game of the year. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I had to think about it, but yeah, it is. I just feel like I, I don't know this game is going to have the legs. I feel like the whole controversy and the leaks, Every I feel like that's going to die out over the years but like i i just wonder well i wonder with all the hype ghost has been getting they they it had a everybody good first... was talking about oh ghost is doomed because it's coming right out after yeah. last of us now i wonder if it's so, like all the rave reviews it's been getting are there people who are like eh, maybe i'll wait well, on last of us and get ghost instead so uh the only entity that reports like week to week sales is the uk it did be uh paper mario in its first week or first weekend, but it was way behind Last of Us 2. Really? So you can extrapolate it, whatever, but I mean, it's just one territory, but it, it'll be interesting to see. I don't think it'll sell. I'm shocked I bought it. I really am. But I was, it's like an 83 on Metacritic. I'm like, what the frick? But like Death Stranding was like an 80. I don't know. My game of the year. <laughs> God dang it. Play the freaking game, man. 
Uh, gosh. It also had the best first month sales this year, beating Final Fantasy VII Remake and Animal Crossing New Horizons, as well as Doom Eternal. Although, it's never going to sell in its lifetime as many games as New Horizons has. It's not. No. It's not going to get close to it. The top ten for the month. Obviously, number one is Last of Us Part Two. What do you think was number two, Sean? Mm, trying to think of what else is out there. Call of Duty. <laughs> you already looked at everything. Yep. No, I only saw the first two. What was number three? I don't know. I did. Oh, it's Animal Crossing. But that is the last one I saw. What <laughs> no, was number four? I have no idea. Yes, you do. Paper Mario. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't even come out last month. It came out two days ago. I have no idea. Number four. <laughs> it's an oldie but a goodie. Grand Theft Auto. Number five. You won't get it. Mortal Kombat 11, number six, Red Dead 2, number seven, Ring Fit. So apparently for all of it being like sold out, it's crazy that it was that high. It's driven up the demand. Like, yeah. (laughs) Drove it up. (laughs) What? Driven up the demand. (laughs) Just made me laugh. Number eight, NBA 2K20. Number nine, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. Good for them. Number 10, Minecraft Dungeons. Looks fun. I'm not going to play it. (laughs) <laughs> now it's time for the wrap up Sean yes again we talked about a lot of this already but Xbox's event will happen on July 23rd and it will show the first ever look at Halo Infinite's campaign there will also be world premieres and updates on unannounced projects we'll talk about it all next week God I, I'm not being facetious I really hope I hope they knock it out of the park like as Rasan would say, dead ass. I hope they knock it out of the park. Like, I want, we, we all do better when everybody is firing on all cylinders. And Xbox, this, the Series X, no matter what they think about generations and everything, the success of that console is going to be very much driven by how good Halo Infinite is. I hope it's awesome. Yeah. And also, I can tell my kids, you don't need a Series X because you can play the stupid game on your 1S. That's true. Thank you, Phil Spencer. Yes. Thanks, Phil. Uh, Just announced today, Overcooked All-You-Can-Eat Edition was announced for PS5 and Series X coming out later this year. It includes Overcooked 1, 2, and all DLC for both games. That sounds awesome. Although, I feel like if we got any further in that game than we did with our first Let's Play, we would want to murder each other. Right? Probably. Yeah. Apparently, the stupid Uncharted movie is about to actually start filming this week. Tom Holland put up a picture on Instagram last week. Not next week. Last week, that showed his director's chair thing that just said, Nate, and now I'm wondering. Okay. (laughs) I'm wondering if the movie's actually, I swear to God, if they, they, they wouldn't, they wouldn't. But the weird, there were some people commenting on his Instagram were like, are y'all calling the movie like Nate? If they do that, it's even deader than it is before they start filming. But they, they have to call it Uncharted something. Do they actually, because I asked Rasan this and then he never responded to me. He changed the subject to Kanye for president or something. I don't know. Um, did they ever, you're not going to know the answer, but I'm asking anyways. Did they ever actually confirm that Marky Mark is freaking Sully in this? Is that actually happening? As far as I know. But I mean, I don't know. God. I mean, I haven't looked it up, but. Yo, Nate, how's your mother? Want to go on an adventure? How's your mother? What the hell are we doing? 
That's what he does in every movie. How's your mother? Sorry, Nick Scarpino. I tried to do a good impression. <laughs> that, was, that was pretty good. <laughs> it was? Yeah. How's your mother? Yo, Alec Baldwin. Yo, you the rat. <laughs> what the hell's the movie? I already forgot it. The Departed. The, the Departed. You are out of order. <laughs> Skull and Bones is apparently this game was announced in 2013. It's still not <laughs> out, and now it's being reworked into a live action game slash an MMO or something. Who really want th- this game should not happen? So just whatever. This next thing I'm excited about: Marvel's Avengers beta dates have been announced. August 7th, you can get in the beta for people that pre-ordered on PS4. I will not do that. However, on August 14th. Xbox and pre PC pre-orders open up as well as an open beta on PS4. Put on your calendar because that I, I at least nailed it. <laughs> I at least want to try the beta and be like, does this suck? Like I think it will, or are you going to surprise me? I went from like, I can't wait for this game to what is this game <laughs> to then being like, okay, it looks pretty cool to just kind of being like, yeah, I don't care anymore. Like I've just kind of forgotten about it. Like. Maybe if I go back and watch the video again, I'll be like, oh, yeah, this does look cool. But as of right now, I'm already back to, like, no, nah, I just but I don't care. I'll, I'll try the beta. That, but that's I'm what like, I'm saying. That's why betas are good. So at least I can know what the hell this game actually is before I actually decide to pay 60 bucks on it. So Speaking of which, I should have talked about this like an And then August ago. 21st, it's an open beta on all platforms, yes. Jeez. Hour and a half ago. Um, we haven't been recording that long, so. Man. Well, <laughs> the clock doesn't lie. Ball don't lie. Um, I watched, I mean, I told you but for the people I told, <laughs> I mean, I told, uh, I watched infinity war. Oh my God. Last night. Yeah. I, I tuned in a little bit today. It's so good. Like, or no, it was like, it was yesterday after you told me that after golf yeah. finished, I tuned in for the end. I was like, it's God, not, this is so freaking, I mean, good. it's not end game, but it's not that far behind. It's still a 10 easily. Yeah. I mean, end game's just like a 15 out of 10. I mean, it's almost like one A one B. It's like, the best it's, cap it's we ever got. Right there, cap. the whole like I want his hair and his beard and his the, shield. And, yeah, like the the his armor, everything. Get this man a shield. Oh my god, just, that's when I tuned in. You should have right gone for the that, head. And I was like, oh my god, he said, get this man a shield. Gosh, and he got him two shields. That's so good. <sighs> Sorry, huh? Avengers. Destiny 2 Beyond Light has been delayed to early November. I think it's November 10th. So obviously everybody except us knows when these stupid consoles are coming out. Because Destiny 2's already announced free upgrade, Series X, PS5. If you own it, which we both do, we can play it for PS5. Nailed it. Didn't hurt. A little bit. Uh, And Konami, the worst company in the world... (laughs) Said they're retiring the Fox engine because they suck. Thanks, James Solar, for letting me know that. As well as something I don't care about. Uh, PES 2021 is going to be a budget, quote, seasonal update. So Wait, like, so are we not going to get Metal Gear Survive 2? PES 2022 will be a big budget next-gen new game. This year's seasonal update will be like 25 bucks. Nobody cares because Konami sucks and you suck too. <laughs> I would love to know how many people actually bought Metal Gear Survive. 
they routinely sell it for about four dollars now. No, so. if it got that low, I might think about it. But it's like Warriors, like oh, fifteen bucks. Hell no. No, I still get I've random saw people it in single digits at one point. It's never been lower than ten bucks that he's tweeted out. I still get random people. I'll be like, I got a notification on Twitter, and somebody is like. <laughs> liked <laughs> lol no free would even be too much for this trash or whatever i tweeted like two years ago when it went down to 20 bucks i still get random people liking my tweet i'm like yeah konami why are you returning fox engine Aries! like oh my god why are they ret- because they don't care konami hates you if you're a consumer they hate you they will try to pawn off these arcade collections and the Symphony of the Night and the uh, Rondo Blood collection, which they actually had Sony like publish because they're too cheap to publish it themselves. It's freaking digital. What do you got to do? What, what are you going to do to freaking publish this stupid thing? Copy paste. Copy paste. We got all these. We got these Castlevania games, and you can just buy them on PS4. But no, we got to have Sony publish them because we're too cheap. Because we're Konami. Then uh, you know, two years ago, we put out Metal Gear Survive. It was Konami, It was Kojima's vision. Blah 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 blah. And by the way, we're going to put out this Pachinko. I had my rant pop up in my uh, time hop a few days ago from four years ago. And, and I was like, same things now. Like, I hate Konami. I fucking hate y'all so much. I hate you guys so much. Like, at this point, at this point, if they announced they were doing Metal Gear Solid 6, I'd be like, praise Jesus. I don't care. Like, it's going to suck. I'm going to hate play it. But I, I, I don't... I'm. Then I saw somebody tweeted out today. But they did. Yeah, never mind. No, do it. No, Let's, no, go. No. <laughs> Let's go. Let's <laughs> go. No, what were you going to say? No, it doesn't, it doesn't they even, made I Super was... Bomberman. I'll give them that. They made Super Bomberman. And it's coming to Steam no. with 64 player online. Oh, my God. <laughs> no, no, thank you. But it's like, like I told Solar on Twitter today, all seriousness. Like, if this is going to happen. It, clearly, my dream of this happening the Fox Engine, it's not going to happen. If it, if any Metal Gear game ever gets remade, remade, it'll <laughs> remain. It'll have to be. It'll have to be. In all seriousness, it'll have to be Blue Point. Like, probably Konami's not going to do it. They'll license it and they'll take way too much of the profits. Way too many. Wait, way too many. I don't know what I just said. Way too way many. Too many. Way too m- much of the profits. Like, <laughs> I'm so sad. Uh, gosh. Solar also asked me, he said, if they do remake three, should I play that or five first? And I said, well, three. Yeah. If they remake three in the right way, even if they don't, I would play three before five. Three as it stands now, subsistence, James, is a better game than five. Do you agree with that or No. I know you hate the controls. I don't like them. But I feel like it's just Metal Gear shouldn't be an open world game where it's not I think linear li- story oh. driven. Back when I was actually playing 3, the best I liked 3, I liked it better than the best I liked 5. Yeah. But when I went back and tried to play 3, I'm like, nope. But I think you you gave it like 1 minute. Right? I gave it I couldn't get past the part where you go to that building and there's a bunch of enemies. Like I think it's maybe the first time you see Where Ocelot, Ocelot shows up. Yeah. yeah. 
Well, that's I like couldn't, an hour I just in. kept okay. dying. Like, I just couldn't get past that part. I'm like, nope, I'm done. Well, you're a baby. Yeah. Um, where's this guy? Overcoat. No, nope. we already talked about that, Sonny. <sighs> I don't know if I even finished what I was saying. Somebody tweeted out, it was maybe Kotaku or something, that somebody, again, for God's sakes, this is never going to work out for you, is remaking the original Metal Gear Solid. In Unreal. And it looks amazing. And it doesn't matter because it's not going to come out. That's like when they're doing the Ocarina in Unreal. Right. It well, looked beautiful. Oh, did you see the... Uh, um, Altano and a few people were tweeting about about the, uh, the the 2D top-down like Zelda-like remake of Bloodborne. And it's free. Yarn Town? Yeah. Yeah. I, wanted, I don't even know how to play games on this thing, but I want to do it. <laughs> it looks pretty cool. It looks really cool. And free is cool. Free is cool. You know what else is cool? Episode 192 of the two-player co-op podcast. A lot of spit whenever we're there. Sorry about That's what Casey does every time. He's like, mmm, chocolate. And he goes, <laughs> I'm like, please stop with the mouth noises, Case. Is every he doing t- it like tongue-in-cheek? No, he's doing <laughs> tongue out of mouth. <laughs> but, like, I mean, is he doing it just to be... Funny, and I will stupid, make him, or is he I'll, literally no, I, like, ooh? He's a little bit of both, but I think it's more like, I'm hungry, I want to eat this. Because I'll be like, Casey, you want some turkey sausage for breakfast? Yeah, Dad. <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> you're a six year old, I don't want to yell at you, but like, please, God, stop with the mouth noises. Casey, if you're watching, stop with the mouth noises. 192 of the Two Player Co op podcast. Thank you guys so much for being here. As you know, you can find us at nerd901.com where they're connecting nerds across the Mid South and the multiverse. <laughs> also check out youtube.com slash blur without fear as well twitch.tv slash blur without fear <laughs> I'm at Kevin White 24 he's at real Sean White together we're at two player underscore co-op you did a, you did a flip up Kip up. remember I sent you that thing on Instagram the flip cup where you keep moving the shot closer and closer if you land oh yeah I want to play that I don't have I'm not going to do it but I just thought of it and we should do it loud <laughs> garage is on our end if you're still listening that's it and, uh patreon twitch youtube audio services around the multiverse facebook would <laughs> facebook which we never update but until the next time sean go ahead and take out <laughs> i can't even thank you for playing <laughs>